It's something no one talks about. It is something swept under the rug. It is something kept so quiet in the fear of someone judging you. I'm Michelle. I'm a blogger, a wovenmind.com. I'm a wife, a mama, and I also lead a local support group in the area. I cannot wait to chat with you guys about the mental health stigma that lays so heavy on us. So let's get to it. Let's start talking. Well, hello. Happy 2020. I hope your new year is coming along just well and you are getting your goals done. You set your limits, you set your boundaries, you recognize your triggers, and you are ready to take on 2020 with all that you've got. So I have not came on here in such a long time. We've been a little crazy, our family moving and um, just a bunch of our own health going on, trying to focus on. Um, But today I'm going to jump in and talk about my 2020 word, which is change. I know you have a word. I know you have a motto. And if you don't, it's okay. I would strongly suggest coming up with one. It just kind of helps you um, focus a little bit on your intentions for uh, the new year, the new day, new minute, new everything. And part of that word change comes along with another word, perception. Um, I know you hear a lot of motivational speakers and mental health advocates talk about your perception on things, your perception on life. And then you also hear a lot of them talking about, which kills me, um, the new year, new you. I absolutely cannot stand that. And here is why. Yes, it's a new year. But no, it's not a new you. And why am I so anti against that? So since I had my mental health breakdown about two years ago, I feel as though I have worked so incredibly hard to get to where I am today that I could not even imagine wasting all of that to consider having a new me. I like myself. Yes, I want to change some of my habits, my routine, um, the things I eat, just uh, the way that I go about doing things. But I definitely don't want to have a new me. I want to just enhance the already awesome me. And that might sound a little cocky, but I also agree with the fact that you are awesome and you don't need a new you. You just need some change. So I'm going about that this year and X-naying all of that new year, new me stuff and just going with one word change. So let's jump in. So do you know of anything in your routine, your life you want to change? I'm sure you can think of something. I have quite a list. I've got uh, my health, which some may know that I have um, chronic Epstein-Barr along with Lyme, uh, some thyroid stuff going on, some hormonal imbalances. Um, And guys, it's all about the gut. So um, I've known this for a long time. However, my daughter had a lot of health issues um, since birth. So her first three years of her life, um, I solely dedicated myself to her, which then in return, um, you know, I got more uh, sick and had the mental breakdown. So obviously that was not a good path. Um, However, I'm thankful that I did take all of me into her because she's a lot better than she was before. 
she is on a really good track um, of her health at such a young age from where she was. However, I have suffered. So I am changing that. And if I'm not healthy, then how can I get anybody else really, truly healthy, right? So um, I have gone with a great doctor. I'm working on some great stuff, got my supplements in order, um, really crunching down on those uh, numbers and getting them from so high to dormant to where my body can finally function again. So that's my one big change. Another change for me is my perception. So, you know, I have my boundaries and I understand other people's boundaries. And I'm quite familiar with the word perception. But the more that I think about it, I really wonder if my perception is how I truly want it. And I think it's not. Um, you know, when I see things in the world, I mean, come on, how much violence is there going on? What are we going through right now with our president and with just the world, all the hate, um, all the disrespect in the world? We're forgetting that God is supposed to be number one in our life. And somehow he has been buried way deep down and our world is in destruction. So that's how I'm perceiving. I'm perceiving that in my own life, my destruction is coming from burying God deep down into the dirt. So I have, um, I guess you would say, resurrected him in my own life to fulfill his needs and follow his path and to really decide, you know, God, is this in favor of what you want me to do? Is this going to glorify and honor you? Okay. So you see, I'm kind of going with that perception a little bit. I'm giving it more to God than I am my own self. But there's also another way to see perception in the change of my life. I can look at something. I can write it down all day long. I can journal. But how do I really see my life? Okay, do I want to have this fulfilling life of uh, grace and peace, less stress, well, if I really want that, I've got to change my perception on some things. I can't let some things bother me. And I have to look out at the world as if, you know, okay, that's a problem. And God will take care of that. I'm not going to put that on me because, well, I didn't start these problems. I'm just trying to be a peacemaker and to be the change. So now this takes me to something else. How am I going to be the change? Okay, so yes, I, I definitely have some things in my own life I need to change, as we all do. No one's perfect. But what kind of change am I going to bring about the world? You know, it's really easy to judge people. And, you know, you might say, oh, I don't judge at all. There's got to be a time in your mind where you judge something, someone, okay, um, but how can I be the change to not judge, but to yet accept everybody as they are? Okay, my mother-in-law, she's a nurse at a jail. I hear these stories, oh my gosh, about these inmates. So I started really to think about that. These inmates are coming in, you know, drug addicts, molesters, murderers. My mother-in-law takes care of them with pride, as if they were just a person that was shopping in, in the mall and had fell down and needed help. Okay. And this is how God also sees you is that he sees the value in every single person. 
the human in us, we see, oh my God, molester? Oh, we cannot be anywhere near that person. But then I start to change my perception on that. Huh. I wonder in his life, how much, or her life, how much hurt has this person gone through? Or someone who shoots up a school, were they bullied? Um, how much pain has this person been suffering and no one's ever noticed it? I mean, there's so much that goes along to this, but how can I be the change? I know I could start showing more love to others, okay? I can start paying more attention to the people around me um, instead of just trying to be my own bubble. Um, and especially with mental health. Uh, we know those struggle with mental health, how difficult it is. But those who do not struggle or have never struggled do not get it. They don't know the pain, the suffering that we have endured day after day after day. But maybe we can help them understand. Maybe we can become such mental health advocates, spread the word about what this is like. And maybe people will start to understand. Maybe people will start to ask for help. Those who silence themselves or sit in the dark, maybe they'll start to feel as if they can ask for help. So I think we need to come together a little more as a community and spread this mental health advocacy, spread the word, get the help, get the love that you need. I mean, you could be um, black, white, purple, gay, straight, whatever, and I want to love you as if God loves you. And it's really hard to do that being a human, right? But... We have to change our perception on that the whole world around us. How do you see it? How do you want to see it? How can you be the change? What are you going to do to be the change? You can even start locally. I know with my daughter, she's so strong-willed. Do you have any strong-willed children? Oh, my word. Talk about exhaustion by the end of the day. Oh, my. Yes, it's super exhausting. But she's so strong-willed that I think she gets kind of wrapped up in her own world. And hello, I'm raising my hand because who's she probably getting it from? That we're forgetting about how we can help around us, right? So I need to take her to like a soup kitchen and or I need to have her take, instead of consigning her toys, I need to take her toys that she's not using, have her take them to a facility, maybe DSS nearby, and give those to the children, right? I mean, she doesn't need to have all these things, does she? No, she really does not. It's ridiculous how much kids have. Give some of your stuff up, take it to DSS, show the kids that we're here to support you and share. Uh, what about the homeless guy on the street? Okay, my perception on this is beforehand. You know, you got yourself homeless, and, and it really sucks, but man, come on, there's help around. We've got shelters you can go to. No, man, that's not my job. I'm not supposed to be the one that judges that or sees that person as that he messed up and he needs to fix it. Absolutely not. What I can do is I can drop off some snacks. I can drop off a word of encouragement. I can tell him I'm praying for you. These are the kind of things that I need more of in my life to fulfill myself, right? To fulfill God. So that's where I'm going at with 2020. And I don't want to make this super long because I really enjoy shorter podcasts that kind of get to the point, do a little bit of talking, and then wrap it up. So I'm going to start to wrap it up. 
And I want to just end it with how are you going to change, not create a new you, because you don't need a new you. You're already mega awesome. You have worked so hard to get to where you are. And if you're listening to this today, let me tell you, you, you want more. You're asking for more. You want more fulfillment. If you read any self-help books or any uh, Christian motivational books or any devotions, you're craving more. You want more change in your life, right? You want more fulfillment. So I, however, am going to do my own work on change and how I'm going to change, you know, my perception on things. How am I going to incorporate more of a healthier lifestyle? Um, just really change in general to just my life, right? Not myself, but just the things around me, my environment, situation, or whatever I can help, I'm going to have to change. You can only start with change. That's it. So I encourage you today to maybe think about a word for 2020. Maybe it's not change. And that's totally cool. Figure out your word. What are you going to keep in the back of your mind so that when something doesn't go quite right, like you expected it to go, what are you going to think about? Me, if I get really angry at something that I shouldn't, I'm going to say, so what did I not change? Was it that I didn't exercise that day like I said I was going to? These are all key things. And it's not really about consistency as much as it is about being persistent. Um, you have to be persistent on your own self. You have to keep going after your own self for that change. Because, you know, we all know it takes about 30 days or such to really create a new habit. Well, okay, so start today. Get with it, get your word, and figure out what are you going to do for 2020. You guys, we have a decade, a new decade. Um, that's pretty cool. Okay, that's a whole decade. How are you going to live out your next decade? Are you going to get financially free? Okay, so what do you need to change to get there? Are you going to seek more of a Christ-fulfilling life? What are you going to do to get there? Do you want to lose weight? What are you going to do to get there? Do you want to explore the world? What do you need to do to get there? These are all things that you've got to think about and you've got to write down. You've got to set your intention. You've got to write down your goals, keep it handy, and figure out what it is do you need, right? It's all about you. We've got to figure out what you need so that you can have that fulfilling life, that fulfilling heart, so that you can thrive and you can be the outreach to other people right? So happy 2020. I really hope you guys have a fantastic year, a fantastic decade. I hope that you can share this. I hope we can build a strong mental health advocacy group to where we can really empower people to understand what mental health is about, to understand what we go through, what we've been through, and what you can do to release yourself from that, right? Because there's some things holding us down there's trauma that happened in the past, but you know what? We got to get over it. We got to move on and we've got to free ourselves or else you're going to be stuck in that baggage for your entire life. And then when you get to the end of your life, you're going to think, man, what could I have done to change that? So let's not go there. Let's start today. Let's start figuring out what are we going to do in life right now?
Y'all, thanks for listening. I hope you have a great day. Take on your next couple of days. We're going to, we got Friday tomorrow. We got Saturday. So let's tackle it. Let's write stuff down. Let's get going. Thanks guys. Love you. Bye-bye.